Hey, this is Nick Gomez from The Walking Dead and Dexter. Hi, Sister K. Hi, Sister J. Hey, y'all. This is Lou Temple. You know me as Axel from The Walking Dead, and you're listening to Sister Speak. Keep on listening. You follow me? Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your man Vincent M. Ward from the hit show The Walking Dead. as the character Oscar and from True Blood, Hollis. I'm here on Sister Speaks. What's happening with y'all? Sisters, what's going on? This is Chad L. Coleman, Tyrese from The Walking Dead. What's up? Let's talk about it. I'm Lincoln, I play back on The Walking Dead, and this is Sister Speak. This is John Bernthal telling y'all to listen up. Hello to the podcast, coming to you not live, but coming to you from the Philly Comic Con and sending big love. This is Sarah Callies. Bye. Hey, this is Steven Young. Hi to Sister Speak. Hey, what's up, Sister Speak? This is Lawrence Gilliard Jr., also known as Bob Stuckey on The Walking Dead. Just sending a shout out. What's up? Hi, Sister Speak. This is Alana Masterson from The Walking Dead. Denise Crosby from The Walking Dead, and I just want to welcome you to Terminus. Hello, Sister Speak. This is Jeff Cooper. Hey, it's Josh McDermott from The Walking Dead, and when I'm bored, I'm listening to Sister Speak. Hey, hey, hello, how are you? How's everybody out there in podcast land? This is Irony Singleton, a.k.a. T-Dog from The Walking Dead. Just want to give you a shout-out to the Sister Podcast Company. Thanks so much for all the love and support. Take care. God bless. Peace. Yeah! Hey, this is Ross Marquand. I play Aaron on The Walking Dead. You're listening to Sister Speak. Hello, this is Adrian Turner. I play Dwayne on The Walking Dead, and I just wanted to say, hey, Sister Speak. Sister Speak, this is Seth Gilliam from The Walking Dead. Plays Father Gabriel. Just wanted to say hello. Hi, Sister Speak podcast. This is Lenny James, play, who plays Morgan Jones. Hope all's well. Uh, hope you're having a good time. And now I'm going to stop. Bye. Hi, this is Tova Felchu. How are you, Sister Speak? And I'm here to tell you how much I love being on The Walking Dead as the head of Alexandria. Hello everyone at Sister Speak, it's Kyla Kennedy and I play Mika Samuels on The Walking Dead and I cannot wait to listen to your podcast. Hi Sister Speak, this is Brian Charbonneau and I'm here at Walker Soccer, Pennsylvania. It's nice to virtually meet you. Daniel Bonjour, I'm Aiden on The Walking Dead, just want to say hi to Sister Speak. Hey sisters, this is Ray from Cali. In the zombie apocalypse, there's a thin line between moral and immoral. You can take a town from a bunch of innocent, clueless people. You can bite a man's throat off with your bare teeth. You can even threaten a little kid's life. But what you absolutely cannot do is take a man's last peanut butter protein bar. Michonne. Michonne. Michonne! You wrong, girl. Hey, sister and sister speak family. This is Shalita from Philly. Carol may not always have to kick everyone's ass, but when she does, she does it while cooking the perfect dinner. Stay badass, my friends. This is Procrastinella from Gainesville, Florida, and you are listening to the Sister Speak podcast of The Walking Dead. All life is precious, so says Morgan. Procrastinella says, if your ass a walker, you are fair game. Hey, Sister Speak family, this is Tammy from New Jersey. I could have stopped him. I had him. 
We don't have to kill people. Uh, yeah, Morgan. Yeah, we do. Hey, Sister Speak Nation, this is Derek calling from Hagerstown, Maryland. Y'all, it don't matter what you did before the apocalypse. Once it starts kicking off, only three words matter. Just survive somehow. We're freeing you. You're trapped. People don't belong here anymore. Hi, sisters. This is Malika's mom from Tucson reminding you to keep that shit short or get back. Hi, this is Jackie from Silicon Valley, and you're listening to Sister Speak, in which we discuss network TV shows that actually feature Asian character. Wait, what? They did what? Seriously? Uh, well, fuck. This is Ozzy John, and you are listening to the Sister Speak podcast for The Walking Dead that puts the biz quick in my pancakes. What? Hello, Sister Speak. This is Curtis from the Central Coast. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. And also, for our Spanish listeners, Feliz Navidad and Prospero Año. Enjoy, Sister Nation. Hi, it's Monique from Pennsylvania here. Rick, don't shoot, don't shoot. It's, I'm still me. I ain't trying to eat your baby. Hey, Sister Speak. This is Fats from California. Carl, your dad's a killer. He's gonna get everybody killed. Ron, your dad's a killer too. But he also broke your arm, kicked your mother's ass, and drove Sam to find a gun. And you know what? He's also an asshole. Boop! You are listening to Sister Speak. Brought to you in part by Robert from the Bay. If you have to eat shit, best not to nibble. Bite, chew, swallow, repeat. This is Abraham Onglen. Hey, when you were pouring the biscuit, were you trying to make pancakes? Welcome to Sister Speak the Walking Dead, where we discuss season six of the AMC series The Walking Dead from a sister's point of view. I'm Sister J. And I'm Sister K. And welcome to episode 59. Let's get started. Okay. All right. Welcome, everyone. We are back to talk about season six, episode 13, titled The Same Boat. Mm -hmm. Oh, (laughs) you didn't like this episode, huh? No, I thought it was okay. It was a little boring until the last what? 10 minutes to me. I liked it. Well, I mean, I, I didn't dislike I didn't it. I was boring. But, oh, I was bored. Y'all are just some way feather, wear feather, whatever <laughs> the fuck they call it. Oh, that. damn. Fair weather yeah, fair friends. weather <laughs> fans. Damn. Mm. Well, I wanted st- the stuff to kick off way before it did. I mean, they could have got all that talking and shit up in there in 30 minutes, and then the rest of it could have been some... Well, that's what they did, Just but when you add commercials, mm. you know. Yeah, I was bored until the action started. <sighs> Y'all are awful. No, that's not awful. Okay, so, 
We start off the episode with Carol. Oh, wait a minute. I have to give my adult beverage. Come on with it. Person, damn. Come on with it. Okay. The adult beverage selection for this episode is what I call Yams Moscato Strawberry Lemonade. I made her recipe that Yam shared with us on our uh, group page. That shit was good. (laughs) That shit was good. Only thing about, okay, I'm going to give y'all the recipe. Only thing about it, Yam, I think you put six cups of lemonade in there. I think you meant scoops and not a full cup. The little scoop that comes in with the little lemonade. Anyway. Is it supposed to be real lemonade or or the powdered lemonade? It's the powdered lemonade. Okay. Yeah. That's what I use. It came out perfect. Okay. So you got, this is for a full, um, her full recipe. One bottle of pink Moscato. A bottle? One bottle. Oh, then it probably that was. That shit. Oh, it was so good and fizzy. It anyway. probably was uh, six cups. Then. Go ahead. No, it's not. Go ahead. One bottle of pink Moscato, six scoops of the powdered lemonade, one fourth cup of strawberry vodka. Damn. Yep. I put a little more in the fourth cup, though. Mm. Uh, Some frozen strawberry slices for your your garnish and stuff, just like lemon slices, for fresh lemon slices for your garnish. And you mix all that up together, pour it over some ice. Mm-hmm. It was really good. It was really good. And, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, I bet you you could blend that up in a blender with some ice and make it like a frozen margarita that thing. Would be good. Yeah, and then put your strawberry and lemon on top. Mm, that'd be good. Anyway, thank you, Yam, for that wonderful recipe. Because that shit was so that good. That was supposed to be six cups of lemonade, no matter what kind you use, like finished. Oh, you mean like store-bought liquid lemonade? Yeah, or or you mix your own, but six cups of it. Because with a whole bottle of Moscato, and you're not putting any other liquid in there, that probably was not diluted enough. You put it. You did have other liquid. You had some uh, strawberry vodka. (laughs) Well, I I used six scoops of powdered lemonade. uh, Y'all, Sister J don't know how to read recipes. Let me just break this down. Sister J is not a cook, and she don't really know recipes. She done said, I'm switching the six cups of lemonade, and I'm going to put six scoops of powder. That shit was probably fucking sweet as fuck. It was <laughs> I have a feeling if you're putting a whole bottle of pink uh, Moscato, you're she wants you to put six cups of liquid of the, the, lemonade liquid, whatever the hell it is, no, you know to what? balance that shit out. Now that you mentioned that. <laughs> Now that you're saying that, that probably what she meant. <laughs> anyway, oh lord, oh, it was good. Okay, shit, y'all, though. revise. Tell the recipe the way she sent it to you. <laughs> Thank you, yeah. Oh lord. Okay, okay. the way it's written is. Oh wait, see, see, she done. I lost uh, it. She done modified that shit, and she is not the modified recipe type. <laughs> okay yams moscato strawberry lemonade says one bottle pink moscato six cups lemonade one fourth cups strawberry vodka 
Then you have straw. That makes more sense. Frozen strawberry slices. You know, it's hard slicing up a frozen strawberry, too, but you can do You're it. You're supposed to slice them and then freeze them. No, 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 no. You got, fr- I got frozen strawberries. They big, too. <sighs> You're supposed to slice the strawberries when they're thaw and then freeze them. That's how you do it. You don't slice a frozen strawberry. Why not? It worked. Uh, uh, lemon <clears throat> slices. And you mix all that in a big old pitcher. And then pour it over some ice in a tall glass. That sounds good, except for the um, vodka part. <sighs> I'd have to mi- remix it. Anyway, it was good. It was good the way I fixed it, too. Shit. <laughs> I bet your teeth was rotten out your, out your skull. No, it wasn't. That sounds sweet. It was really sweet. It was good, too. Mm. Okay. Thank you, Yam, for that recipe that she <laughs> jacked up. <laughs> it was so good. Thank you, Yam. Okay. Okay. So the same boat. We see right where we left off, Carol and Maggie, and Carol is telling Maggie. You ain't you, leaving. Yeah. You ain't coming with me. You stay in here. Right. And so um, she, you could see her grab her gun and look kind of behind Maggie, and there's a man coming up on her about to shoot her. So Carol shoots him in the arm. He falls all out. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> And then Maggie turns around and there's somebody says, put it down. And it's, well, first of all, she walks up. Maggie walks up on the man. That's right. And Carol's trying to tell her, look, let's go. Let's go. And, and, and Maggie's walking up on this food, laying on the ground, whining about being shot in the shoulder. And she said, no, we got to finish it. Yep, she did say that. She did. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, go ahead, Maggie. Go ahead, Maggie. But then you, I was like, damn, You ain't Carol. like your little punk husband. Carol is now talking about, well, let's just leaving. See, now, I don't like the Tyrese treatment for Carol. I don't either. I don't like that shit. It's really the um, Morgan treatment now. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. It is the Morgan treatment. Mm-hmm. So then this lady, red-haired lady, who we, her name is Paula. Oh, is that her name? We find out later. Yeah, All they right. say it multiple times in the episode. Paula. Paula <laughs> has got a gun up to Maggie's head. Or, excuse me, um... Carol's, Carol's head, in. telling Maggie to drop her weapon. So, of course, she does. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> so then Carol has to. And they both are looking at each other. And you could tell they're like, fuck. Mm. But Carol's kind of shaking her head at Maggie like, no. Don't try nothing. Don't, don't try to shoot him or nothing. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. So. So then we see them looking at Rick and Nam through mm. binoculars. Rick and Nam. Rick and Nam. And they had just snatched up the dude off the motorcycle. Primo. Primo. Mm-hmm. And apparently Primo is a medic or a doctor because the little dude, his name is Donnie. Oh, yeah, that's right. That got Donnie. shot. He's whining and shit. Talking about, oh, Primo, we got to get him. He can help clean me up. He can patch me up. Mm-hmm. And they're telling him, shut the hell up. They're trying to put a tourniquet on his arm. He talking about my circulation cut off. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you dumb dummy. That's the point. I think that's what the Mo- the Molly character is like. That's the damn point, boo. <laughs> and did you recognize that guy? He's the husband from Banshee. Yep. I no recognized spoilers. him. No spoilers. This is just in case people ain't seen Banshee. Oh, Banshee is wonderful. <laughs> so good. Mm, we just mm, talked mm. about it on the after show. Yeah, I know. Too. Mm-hmm. So, anywho, so Paula gets the walkie-talkie and says, hey, you, 
throw your weapons down. You know, that's what we heard in the last episode. Right. And Rick's like, uh, well, that ain't going to happen. Let's talk. <laughs> and they said, well, we got a Carol and a Maggie. I think you're going to want to talk to us about something. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so Rick's saying, let's make a deal. Let's trade them. She says two for one. That's not very good odds for us. We'll get back to you. Mm-hmm. And they um, decide to take them on with them. Back to their camp. Back to wherever they're going to go. So this was actually pretty smart. They take their jackets and pull them up over their heads. But Carol was smarter than them. Cause she, she was let, watching. Oh, uh-uh. Not only that, but didn't you see her shuffling? That's why they kept showing her feet. Uh-huh. She was leaving a trail for Daryl. She was shuffling them. she knew Daryl could track that shit. Track it. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Carol. Go, Carol. Go, Carol. It's go, your birthday. Go, it's go, your Carol. birthday. Okay. So then um, we see them walking through the woods and then driving mm-hmm. and then getting out. And going into this building, which I didn't know really what it was. It was a slaughterhouse. Slaughterhouse, that's what I was thinking. Mm -hmm. It was a slaughterhouse. And there was a sign, because later on I was like, why? And at the first viewing, I didn't pay attention to all the signs, but later uh, it said kill floor and raw processing. Exactly. So, and that's why it had all those sliding doors like that. Those mm -hmm. big, big doors. Just bringing cattle or whatever. Yeah, and then they'd lock it up, see. Mm-hmm. But what I realized while they was driving to wherever you could hear Paula on the walkie talkie talk about go to channel six, go to channel six, follow the code. We're in code, whatever, whatever. They had some organization. Oh, yeah. They had a plan. We're going to the safe house. They have safe houses and shit. Well, they're a little sect of the Negan group, I think. Well, they are. But the mm-hmm. point is they're organized. Well, they you... have contingency plans. Well, sure. Mm-hmm. Which is good, but it's also, you know, scary for them. So anyway, <clears throat> they take them into this room and start duct taping their legs. And um, we find out the younger looking woman's name is Shell. I'm thinking it's short for Michelle. And then the uh, older woman is Molly. So, mm-hmm. And they call her Malls. And there are several walkers in there that they have to kill up. Um, and then they start, they have a little conversation about shit, you know. <laughs> this safe house is missing. The food is all gone. All the supplies are gone. There ain't nothing in here except walkers. Mm-hmm. So they leave to go take care of some walkers and to get Donnie from the car. And <clears throat> Maggie starts looking around tries to and tries to cut her, her duct tape. They they don't have enough time before they get back, and it's, and right before they get back, <clears throat> Carol goes into hyperventilation mode. She's doing that on purpose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the look on Maggie's face had me cracking. She was like, "What the fuck is wrong with her? Mm-hmm. Like, what's going on?" And I kept thinking, "Don't fuck it up for her, Maggie." Oh, Maggie, too smart for that though. Well, we ain't seen it lately, so I did like seeing Maggie more active and shit mm-hmm. and at first i was like wait a minute is carol serious no and i was like no nah, she can't be no she can't be because you could tell okay mm-hmm. and now i have a question about this scene and that is did carol got that rosary from the walker that they was dragging out yes, right okay she, did. she didn't already have it because see that's no. what i thought too no and that's why she was hiding it in her pocket at first 
Yeah, because I think she wanted them to think it was hers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's why she was shoving it in her pocket. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, no, because when she heard them coming back, that's you could tell by the, or it seemed to me, you could tell by the look on her face. She was formulating that plan. Oh, yeah, okay. Th- this is what I'll do. Yeah, let me just play uh-huh. off. Like because I'm... she was back into her little Susie Homemaker. Yeah. I'm innocent mode, see. Mm-hmm. So that was good, I thought. It was good. So she starts hyperventilating. And <laughs> you, you can make yourself pass out doing that, too. I, apparently well, so. You can. Yeah. I mean, faint all the way out. And so uh, Maggie, they're gagged. So Maggie's like saying, help her, help her. And they take the gag off of Maggie. And she's like, she's hyperventilating. Take the gag out of her mouth. Mm-hmm. And so uh, Paula starts saying, oh, you poor little thing. How have you been surviving acting all like meek and mild like a little bird mm-hmm. and so when she gets the gag out of her mouth she's like oh like um relieved acting and Cheryl was good she though. was playing it she that's all playing I know them. Mm. playing them like a fiddle and the mall's character was cracking me up she's like honey you need to take some yoga breath and calm your ass down and she called her little bird <laughs> oh you a scared little bird ain't you <laughs> oh. Yeah, she had me dying with that yoga breast. You need to take some yoga Calm breast. Calm your ass down. <laughs> Calm down. Mm, mm, mm. But Paula immediately seems pissed. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, she's already pissed anyway, but she seems even more angry when she thinks that Carol is scared mm-hmm. and meek and mild and shit. And she's like, how did, and then um, that shell girl says, how the hell did you survive this line of you being that scared? About shit. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so Carol says, it doesn't matter what happens to me, but please don't hurt Maggie and the baby. And I'm like, oh, hell. Oh, no. I knew she, she was doing that. She told it. I knew she was doing that on purpose, uh-huh, though. To try to get sympathy. And she did. And who was it from? And I knew it was going to be from the young one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. But the young one, honey, she's pointing the gun too fucking much for me. I mean, Carol, they're tied up. There is no reason to point that gun dead in their head. That's because they're scared. Well. See, that's because to me, I thought it was a perfect scene because that shows you how scared they she was, that shell was of them. Yeah. Molly walking around like, yeah, whatever, whatever. You know, smoking a cigarette and shit and walking around. Even that Paula's just walking around. But the young girl, though, she is she is scared. And, of course, we find out later. Yeah. You know, but, yeah, you could tell she's scared. She's scared to cat. So. <clears throat> so Molly starts smoking and hacking up a damn storm. She, she is coughing up blood. Coughing up blood. And Carol's like, uh, the baby. Yeah, I mean, come on, lady. You smoking in front of this baby. And Molly was, Malls says, you, that's the least of y'all's worries is secondhand smoke. Mm-hmm. And then what the young one do? The young girl, Shell says, Malls. Mm-hmm. And she puts it out, and too. And she did put it out. Mm-hmm. And so she starts hacking and shit, and Carol tells her, oh, those things will kill you. She's like, uh, too late. I'm, I'm already dead. She shows the handkerchief where there's blood and shit on it. Mm-hmm. She's like... I'm already, I'm a dead woman walking, which Mm -hmm. puts us exactly in the same boat. I thought, uh oh, (laughs) and I thought, okay, after that line, though, I did think, okay, now see, they talk, they are talking too much shit to somebody who will kill you in a minute, but they just don't know that about Carol, but Maggie will kill you too. Mm. 
Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, she will. She'll kill you quick. So. so then we come back and Donnie is whining and fucking complaining. <laughs> he is my a whiner. Arm, there, isn't my he? arm is still bleeding. <laughs> I don't think it's supposed to still be bleeding. <laughs> and so Paula says, well, I got a hold of the crew. They're going to be here within 30 minutes or so or less. Mm-hmm. And Maggie says, he don't got 30 minutes. He is. His nerves are dying. I know I'm not a doctor, but my daddy lost his leg and I know that much. And you know what? When he was, when that Donnie was complaining and uh, uh, about it still bleeding and stuff, that's the first thing I thought about was her show. I thought, well, dang, they're going to take his arm off yeah, or something if they want to save this fool. But they, but they, they'd have to <clears throat> do something to save him from bleeding out, mm-hmm. which they pro- obviously didn't know how to do. Right. So Maggie was smart to me because she's like, look. Talk to Rick in this. Get your guy back over here who could help him. He ain't going to make it 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And so during that conversation, Donnie's staring at Carol point blank talking about, and he gets up and says, I'm only in this situation because of this bitch. Oh yeah. And I thought, Oh, oh Lord, here why don't we, we just go. kill them both now and forget mm-hmm. all this shit. And then kill them fools when they get here. Mm-hmm. And Paul's like, no, we're not doing that. This is our insurance policy. He's like, well, then at least shoot her in the arm then. And she's like, just shut up, Donnie. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, Donnie. Now, he hold time, off and hit her. I think he was pretending to be hurt more than he was. So he, he could bend over. the mess out of that. He popped her head. upside the fucking head. She went down. And then he starts trying to attack Carol. Mm -hmm. Maggie grabs his leg or kicks his leg so he falls Mm -hmm. and tries to scoot over to her. And he, of course, grabs her up. And I thought he was going to punch her. And I was thinking, oh, shit. She headbutts his ass. And I said, go head on, Maggie. (laughs) Do what you do. Uh, She headbutts his ass. And then Carol tries to get him. He starts kicking Carol all up in the back. And I was like, yeah. okay, now you got to fucking die. Mm-hmm. You got to go. Cause you don't be kicking up on Carol. Yeah. That was mean. That was awful. So then at that point, by the time he was kicking her, Paula got back up and knocked him up over the head. So he's knocked out. Yeah. She coked him out with, with her gun. Cold cocked him. Mm-hmm. I don't know how people do that. And it don't go off. I mean, I'd be scared. The gun. Cause going she off. did it with the butt of the gun. Well, still. What mm. If your finger's not on the trigger, it's not going to go off. Hey, they, I mean, accidents happen. I don't know. Mm. Anyway, I was like, dang. And there's another scene later where they use a gun for something. I'm thinking that could be going off. But anyway. So then um, Paula tells Shell to take Maggie out and question her. They should have did that earlier. And then she's holding her cheek. So obviously her shit is hurt. Yeah. She is rubbing her face. <laughs> Well, he, I mean, he hit her, though. He, he duped her. He he did. He duped her upside duped the head. Her. Mm-hmm. So then we get a scene with Shell asking Maggie or telling Maggie, yeah, you look well fed and well clothed. Where are you living? <laughs> you know what, though? That's a good point. It was a good point. <laughs> and the way she said it, it was, yeah. Uh-huh. You look clean and well dressed. Uh, where are you living? Where are you living? Where are your place at? Mm-hmm. And, um, and they just sit in there face to face. Maggie don't say anything. She's like, look, this is not going to be good. You know, you might need to talk. Mm-hmm. You are not one of the good ones, which I found interesting. Yeah. When she said that, because to their eyes, they ain't. No, because they just killed up all their friends. Killed up all their folk. 
So then we get to a commercial. We come back, and I didn't know what we were looking at first. But we see this hand with a nub on it, a finger cut off. That was Shell. And that was Shell. And I'm thinking, oh, what happened to her? And so Maggie's like, uh, what happened to you? Mm-hmm. She said she stole something. She stole some gas to try to go find her boyfriend. And got caught. And got caught. And apparently they cut her finger off. I was like, damn. Mm-hmm. And so then Maggie says, well, did you find him? And she says, I found parts of him. He was blown up in the road. Mm. So now we know he was in that group. He was in that. Yep. Or he, he was, was the main group. dude. Mm-hmm. Probably. Yeah. And so you then, know what? Maybe he was the main dude. Mm-hmm. And so Maggie said, oh, and she notices a tattoo on her arm that says Frankie. She's like, oh, Frankie, was that your boyfriend's name? She's like, no, I barely knew him. <laughs> I'm like, what girl? She said, but Frank was my dad, and I was going to name the baby that. Mm-hmm. So obviously she pregnant. Mm-hmm. Well, I took it like she lost the baby. That's what I took it like, because she said I was. See, I thought so, too, but then there was another part where I felt like she still was. I don't think so. Because I, I think know. they would have had a harder time killing her. Well, Ma- But Carol didn't know that. Well, that's true. Maggie did. So I don't know if she was pregnant before or if she... Because the reason she was looking for the dad, I think, was because she was pregnant. Hmm. The father of the baby, or her boyfriend, excuse me, that she didn't know very well. <laughs> but anyway, so whichever way, it don't matter because yeah, the end of anyway. it, you know. Um, so then we hear some clanking. Well, wait, then Maggie Uh says, I'm not planning to die today. And then Michelle says, yeah, me neither. And the thing is, one of us is wrong. Mm -hmm. Boop. Mm -hmm. When Maggie said that, I thought, okay, now y'all messing with the wrong girl. Yeah. Because Maggie went, hey, Maggie is not dying today. Especially when you threatening her baby. Mm-hmm. And if you threaten Glenn, she going to try to do what she can do. Mm-hmm. And I missed this part of Maggie. This is the part that they fucked up over the last however long. Because this is the Maggie, excuse me, who went all on her own to go find Glenn and survived. Yes. Through walkers. Everything. Gut blood messages and shit up. Exactly. You know. Remember so, on the way to Terminus. Right. So mm-hmm. she should have, she should be badass. She was. And they haven't one. been using her. They've mm-hmm. just been having her, st- you know, sit around and do nothing. Yep. Anyway. <clears throat> so then we get back to, um, where Molly and Paula are and Molly is looking at her face and she says, Oh, he got you good. Mm-hmm. And Paula says, yeah, he's in pain and guys can't handle pain. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Oh no, that's right. That is so true. So then Carol, she's like, excuse me. Thank you so much for helping Maggie and me, you know, with him. And Paula says, Oh, shut the fuck up. I don't mm-hmm. care. And she starts to tell a story about Ed, her husband. Mm-hmm. And Paula says, I don't care if he used to ring your bell. <laughs> and I'm thinking, ooh, she called that shit right, didn't yeah. she? Mm-hmm. She says, you are pathetic. I don't care about him. He just warms my bed, but I could kill him in his sleep if I wanted to. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Then she starts telling that story about her boss. Well, not yet. Mm-hmm. Is then Rick calls her on the walkie talkie. And she's like, I thought she was waiting. I, I thought we were going to wait for me to call you. Mm. He's like, yeah, but I'm just want to see if the trade is on the table. Cause it ain't. Otherwise it ain't going to end for you. 
And so she says, look, I'll call you. You know, she hangs up on him, basically. She yeah, but ready. she but she did notice the fact that one narrow speck of static. No, no way. That's, that's a different time. Oh, that's mm-hmm. a different time. So that one was staticky. And so she says, um, Carol says, look, we you need to make a trade. Rick is honorable. We didn't want to kill people. And the only reason we did is because some of your people ambushed some of our folks on the road. And so oh, then, yeah, that's when the Molly yeah. said, oh, that's when them jerks win. Yeah, she said, oh, that's what happened to T, T's group. Mm-hmm. She said, they probably making a big old fuss and shit, mm-hmm. too. And Paula had a good point. She said, okay, okay, I'll give you that. But you killed him. Why'd y'all keep going and trying to kill us? <laughs> and Carol yeah. says, well, Negan's group, we heard him say that they were part of Negan, and that they're, and it sounds like a maniac. Mm-hmm. And so then Maul says... You just don't know. We're all Negan. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Carol, what does that mean? What does that mean? And I'm like, yeah, ask the question. Mm. Okay, so then uh, that damn Molly's smoking again. I'm thinking, lady, you might want to quit with all that hacking. And so Carol asked her for a cigarette. And so Molly says, well, I didn't think you'd be one of you know the ones to smoke. She's like, well, I don't believe in it, but you know. And so Paula says, you are such a weak little creature that can't even stick to your own principles. And this is where I was like, okay, now, Carol, you might not want to say all this shit. Carol says, <laughs> this is when Carol started, to me, started talking back. And I was like, Carol, lay low, lay low. <laughs> she says, you don't want me to stick to my principles. I loved it. And I was like, because, Ooh! well, because that was the only warning that that bitch was going to get. <laughs> <laughs> And that's what I was thinking. I was thinking, okay, now, bitch, okay. She done warned you one time. I warned you. You better be reading between the lines. So Mm -hmm. this is when Paula tells her she was a secretary before the apocalypse and then tells the story of reading all these inspirational um, articles and shit to make herself feel better. And she had read one about this woman uh, whose daughter or something, whatever the fuck, Talking about putting the carrot, egg, and coffee in three different pots, boiling water. Mm. The egg comes out soft, the egg comes out hard, but the coffee blends in with the water. She's like, you're supposed to want to be the coffee, Carol. Mm. Well, she's talking about... And then she talks the about... The egg starts out hard, but it comes out soft or some shit. And I'm like, oh, shut the hell up. She's basically trying to say adapt to the shit. Exactly. So she yeah, says when the know. apocalypse... Carol already tried to let you know you don't know me. Thank you. You don't know me. <laughs> she tells her that she was stuck with her boss when the shit kicked off. And she couldn't get back home to her husband and her four daughters. Mm-hmm. And she said the do- the boss was weak and was going to get her killed. So she ended up killing him to stay alive. And she said, and I, I've been killing ever since. And I, I she said, I stopped feeling bad. She said, when I hit double, double digits, digits, I stopped feeling bad. Yep. She, no, she said, when I hit double digits, I stopped counting and stopped feeling bad about it. And see, Carol already been in double digits. She way up to 18. And she feels bad about it. Yeah, she, she do. does feel bad she about does. it. She does. She still feel bad. She says, <clears throat> I lost everything and I am stronger now. And Carol says, you sure about that? Mm-hmm. And that's what I said. Okay, now Carol, wait. <laughs> wait now. <laughs> and uh, the girl says, <laughs> and then she says, you're the one who's afraid to die. Not me. 
And it's going to happen if you don't work this out with Rick. Yeah, that's what, when Carol told her that. I said, I uh, think that was her warning to, you know. Well, I think the Paula woman, I think she had, just by the look she gave Carol, I think she started thinking, oh, shit, she might be more like me than I thought. You know what I mean? Mm, because I still don't think she thought that. Yeah, I think she thought something. But then that ruckus started to happen, so she had to run well, out. Well, then she asked her, oh, are you going to kill me? And Carol says, I, I hope, hope not. not. <laughs> but wait a minute. But it was the way she did it. She just looked at her and said, I hope not. But she looked sad like, I really don't want to. Yeah, but you know I what? I really don't. I mean, think about it. No, no, no. She gave, no, no, no. That, that Paula woman, she peeped it out. Because otherwise, if Carol would have been as weak as this Paula woman initially thought, she would have said, oh, no, not me. Or, oh, heavens, no, or something. But she just looked her dead in the eye and said, I hope not. Well, but anyway, so I thought that was funny, but I was like, "Ooh, Carol, now you don't need to egg this lady on." I didn't. I didn't think it was egging her on. So hey. Paula calls Rick, and she says, "Okay, I'm ready to make the trade." And that's when you don't hear no. Static. That's true. That's that's true. And so she's like, "Mm-hmm, that was way too easy." They're probably really close. They might already even be here because there wasn't no static. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ooh. That's because Daryl tracking your ass. Tracking. She tells Malls to clear the hall. And this is how I found interesting. This is why I think the girl's still pregnant. Because then she said, and get Shell out so she ain't in the fight. Oh, see, I missed that part. Yeah. And that's why Maggie was by herself. Because I think she was trying to get the other chick somewhere safe. Because she didn't want her to be in the fight, yeah, getting hurt. I don't think so, because, because... She said it. Well, but, but when Carol finally got loose and was roaming around, trying to find a weapon and stuff, and she came up on where Malls was um, killing that walker, I mean, Malls wasn't nowhere near where, where the little Shelly girl went. Exactly. That's the point. Because she doesn't want... Oh, I meant... Did I say Malls? Uh, Shelly is the one, or Shell... Is the one that she said, get her out. I don't want her in the fight. Shelly is the one that Paula said, we don't want her fighting. The young girl. Yeah, I know. I know what you meant. But what I'm saying is, okay, Malls, well, maybe Malls was making her way over to where Shell was then. No, I think Shell's was already gone because they mm. were out for a minute before Carol got loose. Okay. Whatever. Whatever. But I'm anyway. just saying, I think that's what made me think the girl was still pregnant. I don't care. She dead. Hell, I don't care. Move it. Sister Move it Jay, along. You're the one interrupting shit. <laughs> yeah. Move it on. Don't know the damn story. Anyway. It's going so, slow. um, uh, they, so Carol is left alone. And I like, well, I like this part because to me, she kind of like collected herself like, okay, this is what I'm going to have to do. Well, sure. And she starts sharpening up that cross and cuts herself out of her um, duct tape. And I mean, they had her duct taped. Mm -hmm. And that's how they should have been having the wolves and shit tied up if they was going to tie them like that. Mm -hmm. Anyway, she gets a loose. And it's on. She ends up... Uh, 
seeing where Molly is killing up a couple walkers. And wait, this is cracking me up too. Molly uh, killed one walker, then had to stop and take a fucking breath. Yeah, because she's coughing. <laughs> she's coughing herself to death. And then she goes and stabs And then she the stabs it. <laughs> <laughs> so Carol... Oh, I thought that was funny. Mm. So Carol goes and finds uh, Maggie, who's trying to get her hands loose. Mm-hmm. And she takes her... Listen, then this is where I was like, fuck, Carol, shit. She's like, okay, let's go. And Molly's... And, uh, Excuse me. Maggie. Maggie says, no, we need to finish this. We need to take mm-hmm. care of this. And Carol, we just need to leave. And I'm like, Carol, come on now. And I, I don't like believe it. believe that they put those Morgan words in her mouth. Thank you. That was just unnecessary. Dumb. Mm-hmm. So then Maggie is like, no, we need to take care of, care of this. So they go back into the room where Donnie was and they take the tourniquet off. So he bleeds out. Mm-hmm. And as they see him bleed now, they realize, oh, his ass already de- died. Yeah, he already gone. And he already rasping and shit. Mm-hmm. So then Maggie says, oh, give me that rope. Mm-hmm. That and was smart. Smart. Though. But see, that's because they've been out there a while. They know what to do. They've been out there. That was so smart. Though. It was smart. So then, um, uh, so then we see Molly coming down the hall and I'm thinking, okay, what they going to do? What they going to do? She comes into the room and notices uh, they ain't there. Yeah, it's a blank space, or it looks it's like a, it's a blank space. It's a blank space to pull of blood. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And so then she's like, oh, well, come on out, Magnolia. I can't wait to kill you. Mm-hmm. Honey, Donnie springs up with his walker ass and chomps her arm and chomps, chomps it. Her. So while she's screaming, of course, then she stabs him in the head. Mm-hmm. But she already gone. She gone. Gone. So then uh, Carol comes up behind her and grabs her while and knocks her to the ground and then says, let's leave. Come on, Carol. Mm. Maggie runs in and says, uh, we got to finish this shit. And then she starts banging, basically beating her to death with her with a gun. She beat her head with. Uh, I mean, but she beat her. Yeah, blood was splashing. <clears throat> she just kept on hitting, hitting, kept hitting, on hitting. hitting. It was brutal, though. It was good, too. It was good, but it, it was, was brutal. I kind of like that little Molly lady with her well, hacking and shit. Well, she no. had to go. She had to go. So, but I still was like, <laughs> damn, they still got Carol acting like she don't want to kill nobody. Mm-hmm. So then they run out and they find the exit hallway, but there's a whole bunch of fucking walkers. I mean, a whole bunch of like tied to it. They're impaled on pipes and shit. And it's supposed to be an obstacle to keep them from going out, Mm -hmm. apparently. So they're getting ready to start killing up these walkers when here comes Paula shooting. And she ain't a good fucking shot because she missed them. And then she, uh, ends up running out of damn bullets well of course because she just shooting because she's mad yeah she's, she's pissed. mad because she's she has found uh molly by then oh yeah so she knew molly was Molly's dead gone. and she could see that donnie had turned and, and was dead dead you know so she mad yeah because these bitches done food her ass that's what it was that's exactly what it is she is P.S. Because she thought she was badass. Yeah. You and know? she is. Well, hey. But not badass we enough. Don't, we don't know that she badass. We ain't seen her do no badass <laughs> shit, but talk. 
Not bad as enough. I mean, you know, who can't cold cock somebody from behind with a gun? Yeah. yeah. That's a that's all we've seen her do. Otherwise, we've seen her talk. She had the mother women help backing her up. Donnie right. wasn't going to do too much. No. Because he outnumbered. Thank you. So, you know, we don't know. All we know is what we the know Paula she was had, saying. No, well, but I believe she was badass because you can't go from, like she said, a meek and mild secretary killing your boss and then killing up into the double digits without being somewhat bad ass. That, they well, survived no, that's true. that long. And on top of that, she was obviously running the show because Donnie, honey, shut up a couple of times in the show because she told him to shut the fuck up. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, obviously she had something going on. Mm -hmm. So anyway, so she runs out of bullets and Carol pulls out her gun on her and tells her and tells her, you just go, just go, just run. And I'm thinking Carol and Maggie says, shoot her. Kill her ass. And I'm thinking, shoot her. Yeah, kill shoot her. her ass. I was yelling at the TV, shoot that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let her leave. <laughs> <sighs> and then there's a, um, so then the uh, Paula girl is telling her, oh, yeah, you're good. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. You had me fooled. Well, there's a walker behind Carol on a impaled, and he starts trying to get to Carol and gets free. Mm-hmm. So as he tries to grab Carol, the gun goes off and shoots uh, Paula in the shoulder. Yep. And then they run. And then they hear Shell saying, Paula, Paula, because I think she was hiding somewhere. Mm-hmm. So then Maggie runs around by the corner to wait for her to come through. And her and Shell start tussling. Honey, Shell slices at Maggie's stomach. She sure does. Now, I didn't see if she got actually cut. but I don't think she did. It was the shirt that got cut. But I was like, oh, why are you going towards the stomach? Oh, you know why. Yeah. See? Yeah. Anyway. She had to go. So She had to go. Her and Maggie are kind of looking at each other for a minute. And the next thing you know, here comes Carol walking up. Bam! Right up in the head. She shoots. No. She shoots Shell right up in the head. She does. And, uh, she saw her slicing at her stomach. That's she why did. Carol did that shit. Yeah. Boom. Boom. <laughs> right upside the head. Oops. Upside the head. Say oops. Upside the head. Say what? Oops. Upside the head. Say oops. Upside the head. Yeah. I got to get back to the P-Funk. 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 Anyway, anywho, so then um, Molly is still alive talking shit, talking about, oh, yeah, you're a nervous little bird. All right. Mm hmm. You used to be just like I used to be, mm-hmm. but you ain't now. And Carol's like, I told you, I told you to run. You should have. Mm-hmm. And so she's telling she's taunting Carol, basically <laughs> and telling her, oh, well, you're not going to shoot. Are you you you're not strong enough? Are you? What are you so afraid of? And Carol says, of this, like me and I'm about to kill you. Mm-hmm. Honey, Paula bum rushes Carol. So they start tussling. And I'm pissed. I'm like, damn it. Well, first of all, Carol, I'm thinking, I'm yelling at the TV. Why the fuck you got to walk close to her? Thank you. Your gun got range. Just shoot the bee. Shoot her. Mm. So they start tussling and it turns out that Carol impales her on top of the, on one of those, uh, 
pipes or whatever. Yeah, because she pushes her away. Yeah, she pushes her away. And when she does impale her, she gets impaled along with another walker who eats her face off. Oh, that was good. That was a good scene. That was good. And she was hollering, the girl mm-hmm. playing her. So then um, Carol gets the walkie-talkie from her because at that point, the other people they're calling saviors are calling say hey we're here we're here and this was such a good scene oh it was so good carol trying to compose herself and then starts imitating her and goes go to the kill, kill floor, floor. <laughs> i love that scene it was, yeah she did a good job she did a really Melissa good job McBride was excellent in this episode she is good mm-hmm. so then as they're waiting she tells maggie i think i've killed 18 people or well now 20 20 mm-hmm. and i could have i should have killed donnie in the woods i didn't miss so that tells you she was trying not to kill him yes that made me mad that made me mad too i said oh don't be giving her that morgan treatment Thank y'all. You, shit so then maggie tells her okay well don't talk don't think about it we got shit to do and she's like i can't stop thinking about it <gasps> they're fucking up Carol now. Well, but she did what she had to do. She though. did. And I'm okay with them showing her not liking to do it. Right. But, but the fact that she purposely didn't kill them and she purposely was going to let Paula go. Just like she purposely. Morgan. Yes. Thank you. Just like Morgan. Thank you. And so that gives you a whole different perspective on why she hasn't told about Morgan to the other people. Exactly. Mm-hmm. She's feeling the same but way. But this was an excellent ending. So then they, I thought, oh my yeah. God, I couldn't believe they did it. I know. So then they we hear the guy, the people walking the in, saviors. the saviors walking in and Carol lights the cigarette. I'm thinking, damn, they ain't going to hear that. Mm. And when they, when they light the cigarette, those guys go into the room and you hear one guy goes, Ooh, the floor's all wet. Mm-hmm. She throws the cigarette in there and shuts the door and they burn the fuck up. They shut the door and lock it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was jacked up. Jacked. Mm-hmm. So then we see them walking down the hallway. They kill up Paula, who's now a walker. They kill up all the other walkers. And that was good. Yeah. Though. They go and open up the door and there's Glenn with his gun and, and Rick and him. And actually, that was showing Paula mercy by killing her ass. It was. So she wouldn't have to spend eternity as a walk, snarling walker. Yeah. <laughs> she kicking at the ones laying on the floor. So then, of course, uh, Glenn and Maggie hug each other. And she's like, I can't do this anymore. And then Daryl. I, I love this. I oh. love this. Daryl rushed right to, to Carol. Carol. He's like, are you good? And she's like, no. No. I'm and not. he hugs her. He's, oh, I love that, that was scene. so cute. Yeah, I like that scene. I want them two together. Thank you. Not no damn Tobin. Tobin's big ass. Carol and Daryl. They Thank belong you. together. So then uh, Rick has primo and he's like see your people gone they can't save you so again i'm gonna ask you one more again where's negan mm-hmm. and he turns around and says he said oh he said um was negan out here or was he at the other place and he said and primo says both because i'm negan and i'm thinking no he ain't but it's this all all of us are Negan shit that we don't know what the fuck that means. Yeah, but Carol gonna hip Rick, Rick to it though, I think, because 
The other lady said it. Right. The other woman Maggie said, said we er, all are all. Negan. So Rick, without any hesitation, says, okay, thanks. Click. And he shoots that fool straight in the head. Ooh. And see, to me, the only reason Carol didn't say anything, like, well, Rick, wait, wait, wait. That's this primo dude that they were talking about. And that's because she's still kind of out in of shock. it. Yeah, she's yeah. out of it. She's yeah. in shock. She's out of it. So... And that was the end. But I'm sure she probably going to tell him, uh, well, they was calling him Primo. Right. And he, and she's going to tell him the malls lady said, we're all Negan. So Mm -hmm. obviously that ain't there. Possibly that shit ain't Negan. Mm -hmm. We going to have some more issues. Yeah. I thought that was a good episode. I thought it was good, but it was boring for about 30, 40 minutes to me. I like it. And then it got good. I really liked it. Okay. Okay. Well, let's get on to our feedback. Okie dokie. Our very first email is from Stephanie. Hey, Stephanie. Hey, Stephanie. Don't stab Maggie's baby. It really pisses her off. Stephanie in Michigan. (laughs) That was short. (laughs) Thank you, Stephanie. Thank you, Stephanie. Yes. Don't try to slice up her baby now. Well, that's the reason why Carol shot the woman in the head. Shot her dead in the head. Mm Mm-hmm. Just boom. Bam. Thank you, Stephanie. Always short and sweet. Love it. Okay. And this one, next one is a voicemail. It's from Procrastinella. And in her email, she says, Hey, sisters, missed the deadline for sending in my feedback for the last two episodes, but not this time. (laughs) Three more episodes to go. Procrastinella. So let me play that now. Okay. Hello, Sister Speak family. Hello, Sister Kay and Sister Jay. Hey, Procrastinella. This is calling in my feedback for episode 13, The Same Boat. Um, I thought it was a decent episode, nothing spectacular. Mm-hmm. I actually found it kind of slow and plodding. Yep. But um, I guess it's more of a transition episode for me, uh, not just because there was no action, but if this was supposed to be some kind of character study, uh, especially for Carol, um, eh, I didn't get it. Um, yeah, I know I'm no fan of Carol's, but um, <laughs> the highlight of the episode for me was Maggie, seeing her in action. She mm-hmm. was a true badass. I absolutely loved her headbutting the yeah. guy. And um, the chick who played uh, Paula, um, Alicia Witt, she was interesting. Uh, I didn't expect her to go so soon. I know. But uh, now that she's gone, uh, I guess the team is going to head back to Alexandria. Um, curious to see what comes up in the next three episodes. I know Negan is on the horizon. I think he's going to show up in the season finale. Yeah. And that does not spell good news for one of the cast members. In a perfect world, it would be Carol, as far as I'm concerned, but I wouldn't be that lucky as a Walking Dead viewer. Anyway, try not pass out, Sister J, but this is it. My feedback (laughs) is done, and I kept it under two minutes. Later. Thank you, Procrastinella. Thank you, Procrastinella. For keeping that shit short. Short. <laughs> I like her. I know you cannot stand Carol. Well, I like Carol, but I think I think the better thing for the story, as far as to move the story forward, is for Glenn to die. He's had two, three opportunities to do so, and they keep jicking around with it. So I think he should go. 
And that way, Maggie got to be a single mom and all that stuff. I think it would, to me, it makes more sense that Maggie would go because the the she is prego. Oh, and yeah. the it'd be more shocking and sad. Shock, I guess. Yeah, it'd be more shocking and sad. Mm-hmm. It would maybe change Glenn because Glenn's already changed a little bit where he's now killed people. Mm-hmm. And it would maybe end up being evil Glenn, which I would love to see evil Glenn. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it would make the whole group. Now, that is a good point. Though. It would make the whole group kind of go to crazy town mm-hmm. because they're all expecting and wanting this baby mm-hmm. now, you know, yep. and they can't have two babies. That's well, my thought. Yeah. Although baby probably... Judith should be a toddler by now, but yeah, but. Who knows? Yeah, no. Anyway. Thank you, Procrastinella. Thank you, Procrastinella. Okay, our next feedback is from Joanne from NYC. Hey, Joanne. Hi, sisters and nation. Australian Latinos. There are plenty of other Latinos all over the world. I feel like the Mexicans have been dumped on a lot lately. If we appreciate their cooking, we can also respect them as people. <laughs> How did we disrespect Latinos? Oh, Lord. And Mexicans. Oh, Lord. I don't get that, Joanne. Oh, I don't care shit. Carol and Tobin. There's not many options for love in the zombie world. Tobin is a doofus, but he's a good man. He's harmless. <laughs> Carol mm-hmm. is breaking down and she needs love. Any type of love. No, she don't need that old big lugs love. No, she need Daryl. <laughs> Plus, Daryl wants no love if it's not from Peach Princess Beth or Aaron. <laughs> oh, Lord. Carol therapy. What is Carol's angle? Because you know she had one. Is it Susie Homemaker, the Terminator, or Church Mouse? I think the killing is weighing on Carol. They need a life coach or a spa retreat. Mm. Red-headed actress. That actress was really annoying on The Talking Dead. Thank you. I'm glad she got bit quick. Thank you. I thought she was fine on The Walking Dead. Oh, hell no. She was annoying as shit. I like that actress. Oh, and her mouth is so ugly. Sister J. I'm sorry, but hey. Awful. Hey. Carol and Maggie. There are badass they uh, there there are badass women on TV finally. Glad Maggie got Mama Bear on them fools. Mm-hmm. Aaron Middlefinger Baelish, is there room for another Peter fan? Mm. Best Joanne. Thank you, Joanne. Thank you, Joanne. <sighs> um I don't agree with a couple of things. I don't like Tobin and Carol <laughs> at all. I do think the killing is weighing on Carol, and I hope, I hope they don't have her going down the fucking Morgan train trail or whatever the fuck. Uh, I don't, you know what, I, uh, I really don't think that they're going to do that with her character. I think what they're going to do is maybe showing her dumping it all on Daryl and I don't mean dumping on him, but like letting it all out, you know, yeah. By talking to Daryl. Cause she really doesn't talk to Michonne much and she don't talk to Rick much. They haven't shown her. To- well, uh-uh. she doesn't agree with Rick a lot of the time. Exactly. So I think after he banished her, they're not going to be best yeah. of buds and they don't really talk. Uh uh-uh. She just tells him stuff like <laughs> do no. this and do yeah. this. No, we're not doing that. Or <laughs> no, you need to do this. <laughs> that's it you yeah. know true so thank you joanne 
<laughs> okay, our next feedback is a voicemail from Shalita. Hey, Shalita. Hey, Shalita. Hey, Sisters and Fam. It's Shalita from Philly. Wow, that was another intense episode full of badass women <laughs> and some idiot men who thought they could tell, you know, knock them around or tell them what to do, but you know what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm worried about Carol because I feel like Morgan's rubbing off on her in maybe a bad way. There are times when you can spare people, but those people are not the ones you spare. Yeah. Those aren't sparing type of people. Yeah. Maggie, I'm still pissed that she was out there in the first place. Damn. Don't mess with the expectant mother. She was jacking (laughs) shit up. (laughs) She was. And I got to say, that was pretty inventive, the way they tied that guy up to the um, pipe so that when the first person opens the door, they're going to get bit. That was pretty good. That was good. But man, I'm really, really worried about Carol. Oh, my goodness. She just, she's, uh, her hesitating to shoot somebody or shooting somebody in the arm. Oh, man. Damn it, Morgan. This is all your fault. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Damn that's it. it. Had a blast at the um, Monster Mania Con with, with Yam and some other friends, Heather and, and Kayla. So, um, can't wait to hear the podcast. I'm still in the middle of listening to last week's. All right, take care. Bye. Thanks, sisters. <laughs> Thank you, Shalita. Thank you, Shalita, for that voicemail. Oh, man. I know. Let's hope. But I, I think it just proves that, yeah. Some of the things that Morgan says is probably why she's always resonating with her. Right. That's probably why she's always so mad at him. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's because it is, you know, wearing on her. So I don't like it though. Mm-mm. I hope they are letting, they let her snap the F out of it mm-hmm. and have him snap the fuck out of it. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know either. But we, we we're going to have to wait and see. And yes, Shalita, we have loved all your pictures at, from the Monster oh, Mania they're Con. wonderful. And hope to have you and Yam on a future episode soon to tell us all about it. Yep. <laughs> okay. That's our, a tease. That's a tease, y'all. <laughs> our next uh, piece of feedback is from Ozzy John, and it's also a voicemail. Hey, Ozzy John. Hey, sisters and listen. Uh, this is Aussie John. Uh, did I make it? This one might be a bit late. Oh well, at least it. I'll get at least I'll get read double emails in the, in the beginning of the show. Let's see how it goes. Here are my thoughts on the Walking Dead episode twelve. Not tomorrow yet. I think that the cell Morgan is building is for Carol to be used in the same vein that Eastman did for Morgan. I mean, Morgan doesn't. He has no idea that Carol's been taken, so I think he's getting that ready for her when he returns, so he can lock her up. And they can have that conversation that he wants. I also think they missed a perfect opportunity in that episode to have the Jeffrey head still remain animated. And they did it for Herschel when more when when Michonne went back for him. Oh yeah. I mean, can you just imagine that guy holding up a uh, a still live head in that meeting for at the door to the compound? Yeah. Maybe that's just me. I don't understand that. Anyway, for a hated character, there sure is still a lot of talk about Jessie. I mean, it's almost like everyone actually still misses her. But hey, I know I actually didn't make the last podcast because I'd, I want to talk about the Mexicans in Australia. I mean, shit. What sort of question is that? Do we have Mexicans in Australia? Well, of course we don't. Of course we don't have Mexicans in those Spanish-talking folk here. We in Australia, we all rednecks down here like all racist and ignorant down here and shit. Probably misogynistic, like sexist and stuff as well. Shit, I mean, what a typical woman thing to say. I mean, sure helps that we have a nice big ocean to keep those people out of here. 
But you, you over there, you'll be okay soon after you vote Trump in. I mean, he can build that wall that he wants. You could even emulate our ocean and dig out and make a nice big moat. I mean, you could use immigrant labour to do that. Also, when people try, they cross that moat and they try to climb the wall, you could also pour boiling oil over the wall if anyone tries to climb it. I mean, you've got all that spare oil from uh, all those Middle Eastern countries that you invaded, right? Anyway, uh, hang on. What's the best way to end a rant? Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, that's me done now, ladies. I'm off now. Cheers, ladies and nation. Aussie John. <laughs> Thank you, Aussie Thank John. Thank you, Aussie John. But don't you get on here and be ranting at nobody. Hey, we didn't even bring that shit up. That yeah. was Rosalinda. We didn't bring that but shit up. I did ask the it question. It was a legitimate question. Well, and you fucked it up. <laughs> so Ozzy John had also. <laughs> it was a legitimate question. I had the question, but you added your no. fucking shit to it. It's fucked it up. Uh, so Ozzy John and also. And Ozzy John, don't you be talking about uh, us, uh, uh, the United States politics now. That ain't none of your damn business. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, okay. It's a take world, that. world. Take that read, Aussie John. World news. No, it ain't. Yes. Ain't none of your damn business it's what we doing up over news. here. And what kind of effing wall we built. And even if we Sister build Jay, a wall. shut up. Let me finish. <laughs> okay, Aussie John also had an email. Okay. He says, hey, sisters, how you going? Did you survive that intense episode? I barely did. That was an amazing episode. If it wasn't. Excuse me. If it hasn't been called already from every anyone, I'm calling for an Emmy for Melissa McBride. Oh yeah, she was good. Even though the writers can't write for trick hoes, some of the best episodes do involve strong female character moments. Clear had a strong Michonne moment. Carol's Wolf episode and this one are some of my favorite moments in the entire show. However, all the lone Daryl episodes have sucked, and Morgan's ninety-minute toilet flush was one of the worst. <laughs> <laughs> was one of the worst episodes in the entire six seasons. Here are some quick thoughts on this episode. I am torn on the Carol character. I really enjoyed watching her develop and struggle with the things she has done. But fuck Morgan for getting in her head so much. Yeah, he has gotten her head. I say her kill count is at 21, even though she said 20. Her gunshot to the arm of whatever his face led to his death. It may even be higher after she baked a few of them in that oven. Speaking, oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speak, I think her, her count was that dude that she shot. Donnie. Donnie. And then. Um, That'd uh, be 19. Yeah. And then uh, Shell, the pregnant girl or the girl who tried to slice up Maggie. That'd be okay. But he's right, though. So that'd be tw- higher than 21. Because- well, at the time she was talking, she hadn't smoked those dudes up. Yet. Well, that's true. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But you're right. I think it's going to be more. Yeah. Actually. Uh, speaking of baking, have you noticed Carol's best moments are when she is cooking something? She baked a casserole in her wolves episode. She made cookies last week, which led to this story arc and has now finished with their <laughs> finished it with here by cooking in a big oven. Mm. And now they have meat for at least a month. Terminus oh, style. Yeah. Oh, oh, hell, hell no. 
Hell no. I am going to stick my to, to my prediction of Morgan using that cell he is building for Carol. Story-wise, she might be in prime headspace for one of his conversations that he wants. <laughs> anyway, that's me done. Cheers, ladies. Ozzy John. Thank you, Ozzy John. Thank you, Ozzy John. Uh, email. I don't think he's building it for Carol, though. He's building it so they can put whoever else they're trying to get to that's, in this jail cell. Yeah, that's what I but think. That shit's not going to work, because after Mm-mm. this, ain't nobody going to be trying to talk to nobody. They're going to be wanting to kill. Yeah. So, Negan, I mean. Or uh, keep that stuff to themselves. Because, mm-hmm. but, I mean, they all have to have some kind of feeling uh, expressed in some kind of way about the fact that they killed people. Oh, yeah. And I they mean, showed that last week. Well, but that was while they were still killing people. Well, I know, but. I'm, we got to have some aftermath. Oh, I'm sure we will. Hmm. I'm sure we will. Okay, our next piece of feedback is from Roxy. Hey, Roxy. Hey, Roxy. Hello, Sister Nation. By the way, I'm still trying to figure out how to join the nation on Facebook. I always end up on the Sister Speak main page. Oh, that's easy, Roxy. Just go into Facebook and in the search bar, type Sister Speak Nation. And when that pulls up, click it. And it'll say, um, ask for join, ask to join. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then click on ask to join and then somebody will approve you and you'll be in the nation. Yep. Uh, okay. On to the episode or in other words, pandering for Carol to get an Emmy nomination or win. <laughs> <laughs> that is true though. She needs something. She does. Mm-hmm. First off, let me say, I don't know if this is a, is in the comics if it isn't well then it is pandering to the women fans and with all this talk women empower of women empowerment and all the hoopla over the sansa storyline last season walking dead came up with this episode i liked it well enough but this was carol's emmy please nominate me show (laughs) don't get me started on maggie she was probably begging for something to do yeah, I bet because they I know. just wasted her. Yeah, Carol is having issues with all the killings she's been doing. Yes, Morgan is creeping in her mind. It is finally starting to get to her, justified or not. And it started with the wolf killing. He was saving Denise twice, and I think Carol realized that he was protecting her. That conversation, like Morgan said, hasn't come out yet. They mm. do have to talk about the wolf. It is too big to gloss over. Sorry for the long ass email, Roxy. P.S. One of these days, I will try to leave a voicemail. <laughs> Thank you, Roxy. Thank you, Roxy. And yes, please do leave a voicemail. Yeah. That would be fun. We like the voicemail. Yes, we do. Mm, I don't know about this. Um, you know, her knowing about the wolf saving Denise. I think she's been trying yeah. to kill that damn wolf for days, you know, even before that. And. Because she was still in the mindset of, look, we've got to kill these fools before they kill us. Now, after those yeah. few fucking conversations with Morgan, <laughs> she's feeling all some kind of way about it. Yeah, she's feeling probably more guilt. Yeah. But she probably had the guilt, obviously, in there. She just pushed suppressed it, down. it. Yeah, pushed it down. But now... It's coming out. It's coming out because here is a person that she's around. She knows he's badass and, and can kill stuff. But he chooses not to. And and he quotes that all life is precious shit. You know, mm-hmm. so it's getting her to thinking. That's what I'm, I I'm think, thinking. Yeah, that must mm-hmm. be it. 
And I know because they have so many damn people on the show, they can't get mm-hmm. to everyone and have all the people be badass all the time. Right. But they have really kind of dropped what I thought was a good character in Maggie, uh, especially through all the Beth shit that now people don't really give a rats one way or another. Yeah. They jacked up the Glenn death bumpster. That shit. was the biggest damn so, stupid shit. Yeah. You know, and now people really want him to go. <laughs> <laughs> but you I know? think it'll be more impactful if Maggie's the one that goes. That's yeah, just my opinion. It but. could be. Thank you, Roxy. Our next email is from Alex, the tax man. Hey, Alex. Hey, Alex. Sisters, why is Carol such a G? Goodness mm-hmm. gracious. She pled with those people the whole time. Please stop. Make the deal. I hope I don't have to kill you. Don't make me have to put my hands on you. If I was them, I would be on high alert at that point. I know it. But they still let her keep that rosary. (laughs) They had that coming. (laughs) Oh, well, I guess Carol will have to go ahead and add seven more names to her list. Yep. I don't mind the killing in the killing in a zombie apocalypse. But when you hit 25, maybe it's time for a self-assessment at least. (laughs) Keep your head up, Carol. I'm pretty sure I heard a crowd chant an MVP, MVP, MVP. (laughs) So do what you got to do. Other things. I vote that we change Father Gabriel's name to Padre Muerte. (laughs) Everyone is saying those guys have the pictures of that decapitated guy willingly. But as much as I've heard about Negan and scared as they are of him, maybe Negan had those pictures put up to keep the fear in his followers. Like in medieval times when they used to put heads on spikes. Oh, could be. That's a good point. Could be. We've got our, wa- uh, excuse me, we've got our waiting to exhale, set, set him on fire moment. Just not from Rosita. <laughs> <laughs> because of the feedback last episode, Whitney's song, Shoop, was playing in my head when Carol lit them folks up. Oh, Lord. Lord today, why would you put, why, why would Whitney's song, Shoop, be on there? Because it's from waiting to exhale. Mm, mm, Everybody mm. left the armory to come get Maggie and Carol. So I'm thinking the Savior's will have a surprise for them if they go back to the armory. I hope they already cleared out the armory and then go home and regroup. That is a difficult area to defend and it's not smart to try. Rick is the leader though, so they'll probably go back to the armory to rest or something silly. We'll see. Until then, Alex the Taxman. Thank you, Alex. Thank you, Alex. Well, I hope that they're not going back to the armory. I don't think so. I I hope they go right on back to Alexandria. I have a feeling that they had they boxed that armory up on their way to go get them because they that's what I think they would think they would need some you know bullets and guns and, and, and shit re, you know whatever resources were there yeah that's so. what I'm thinking there was a lot of shit in there so they might need to go back and get the rest yeah I don't know dang. Thank you, Alex. Mm. Okay, our next feedback is from Sir with Love. Hey, sir. Hey there, sisters. Uh, were them ladies working overtime this week or what? Mm-hmm. Shell, Paula, and Malls really didn't know who they were messing with, did they? Nope. Nope. They told them to walk away, so I got nothing even resembling sympathy. <laughs> Unlike poor Carol suffering from a case of Morganitis. Thank you. <laughs> That's good. Morgan Ides. Yep. Great storylines for the women folk, all of whom are in close quarters with death. Shell lost a baby. 
Malls had practically smoked herself into one of the walking dead. <laughs> <laughs> she did. She did. And Paula seemed to exemplify the hardened egg in her little parable. Mm-hmm. So he, so yeah, Shell, so Sir thinks that Shell lost See, the baby too. I think so too. Yeah, could mm-hmm. be. In any case, looks like the baton of Bad Azari has been officially passed on from Carol to Maggie. Hope Carol makes it alive, though, the rest of the season. I hope so, too. Me, too. By the way, could y'all please tell Superfine Rosita that when she's ready, Sir will be right here with his wa- with a- <laughs> right here with his waffle maker ready. <laughs> and tell her I add a little cinnamon and sugar in my mix for flavor. Oh, Lord. And tell her she's invited with or without the hoop earrings. <laughs> Finally, to the person who wondered last week about the actress Alicia Witt, a.k.a. Paula, Mm -hmm. she was also on the show Justified as the hilarious sister in the Crow family. Oh, that's right. That she was. She was that woman, the sister in the... That's right. uh, She was. Sister in the Crow family, an ignorant group of poor Florida white folks who wrestles gators and and deal drugs. And she was supposed to be a lawyer or at least have went to a law school class or something because she was always telling them the legal well supposedly the legal ramifications <laughs> of shit i forgot about that's where i've seen her before okay mm-hmm. dropping the mic while it's hot latest sisters the hardest working ladies i know in the podcast universe sir with love thank you sir thank you sir thank <laughs> you for that memory too because yeah i knew i'd seen that woman in a series i've seen her and, in a lot of stuff well yeah she's been in a lot of stuff but yeah she was she was the sister in uh, uh in the crow family to um in justified. justified oh yeah oh i like timothy oliphant Oh, I do too. Now oh, I like him he was excellent. He was excellent in that series. <laughs> I mean, it's a really good series. <clears throat> okay, our next feedback is a voicemail, and it is from Monique. Hey, Monique. Hey, Monique. Hey, ladies, it's Monique from PA leaving my Walking Dead feedback. Have to get my shit in early because y'all been just doing the damn thing. <laughs> Anyway, uh, this one was a nail biter. Uh, I was like, who's going to die? Maggie (laughs) or or Carol? I know. It's going to be Carol. So why come? We went through this entire episode and no one bit the dust. Uh, I think because they want to get us when we least expect it. Yeah. Yeah, that Mm -hmm. still might be coming. And those clips from Flight 462 are on point. Yes, they are. I think. You know, when they're showing those little snippets from Fear the Walking Dead, that those bodies in the in the water are going to be from Flight 462. That would be oh. awesome because you know that show needs a big oh, boost. Lastly, me and my daughter Stephanie cannot wait for Chicago. She hasn't written in for a while. She Shut graduated down. this past December with her master's. <laughs> the last time when she graduated, when she got her bachelor's, I think I sent out, uh, I posted a pic of her in her yeah. sister speak shirt underneath her robe. Yay! But, um, <laughs> yeah, I remember. I remember, and we are both so excited. We I cannot can't wait, wait. Oh, to awesome. um, go to the meet and greet and just meet everybody. Yay! Speak nation. <laughs> All right, don't want to be long ass, so I'm cutting it off. <laughs> anyway, thanks, ladies. Take care, nation. Bye. Oh, thank you, Monique. 
We can't Thank wait you, to meet you guys. Oh, this is going to be gonna awesome. Be fun. It'll be a lot of fun. We can celebrate her graduation. Yes. Congratulations, There's too. There's a couple of folks who've graduated. Yeah, we'll masters. That's excellent. Very good. Excellent. Very good. That'll be great. It's going to be fun, y'all. Yes, it it's will. It's going to be fun. Mm. Yes, it will. And, yeah, I um, don't know what's going to happen with this stupid ass fear of the walking dead because i'm still salty about seeing walkers float you know swimming and shit <laughs> but those that white sense, 462 whatever the hell it's called mm-hmm. look good now if they would just do a show around that yeah. i'd watch it you know what they are re- very well done and to your point um it would make perfect sense perfect. if that those walkers we see in the water in the was water. from that plane that would explain why they own the water. But it wouldn't explain how they're up at the top. Yeah, because wouldn't they just sink? Yes. And you have to swim up to get to the surface. Yeah. I don't know. That's what I don't get. I don't know. Anyway. They're going to explain it we'll some kind of way. I guess we'll see whenever that shit comes back. Mm. I will watch the first one, but y'all, yeah, that's about it. Y'all can knock yourself out. Because I'm out. Thank you, Monique. Thank you, Monique. And congrats again, Stephanie. (laughs) Okay, our next feedback is from Debbie. Hey, Debbie. Uh, You are wonderful. I found you through Apple Podcasts, and I had to go through every single one. Uh Uh-oh. I started listening from November 8th. OMG, you two are absolutely fabulous. (laughs) I have not laughed so hard in a long time. (laughs) You've also pointed out things that I have missed that now tied things together. Okay. Your podcasts are fantastic. I would love to hear you do a podcast on Little Women, L.A., New York, and now Atlanta. That would be epic. On Laugh who? out loud. Little Women, L.A. What Little, the fuck is that? It's a, it's, oh, Lord. Hold on. Let me finish, and then we'll talk about it. <laughs> Thank you for giving me something to laugh about and enjoy. Hugs to you both. Debbie in New Mexico. Oh, thank you, Debbie. Thank you, Debbie. And you are welcome to the family. Yeah, welcome to the family. Okay, so now, Little Women. what the hell is Little Women? Little Women L.A. They have a Little Women New York, and now Little Women Atlanta. And the only reason I know is because I watch a show called Couch... The People's Couch, where it's basically just people watching TV and they film their reactions. Anyway, so they had a clip of these Little Women Atlanta, which are um, small people. What are they called? Small people. <laughs> little people. <laughs> and they're women. Oh, shit. And they're women. And just going about their lives. You it's mean like, like a- little, the little, little women as in like Tyrion? Yes. Oh, shit. Hell no. And it's a reality show, kind of like Housewives of Atlanta. Oh, hell no. But it's Little Women. Well, anyway, they were showing Little Women Atlanta a clip on the People's Couch. Oh, Lord. Which is a good show, y'all, if y'all ever want to watch. I mean, I imagine me and you on that show, Sister J. I don't think so, because you know what? Not on Little Women on the People's Couch, because they give the reactions to all kinds of different shows. They have them watching all kinds of shit. But that's just as stupid as shit. Anyway, Little Women at Atlanta, the premise of what they were showing on this episode of The People's Couch was these little women going out to the club to a twerking contest. Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> you got some midgets twerking? Oh, please. Jay. Oh, hell no. Hell no. They was twerking, honey. Anyway, I think the whole concept just too stupid for words. <sighs> Damn. 
Anyway, everybody uh, want to be on TV. Debbie, we will not be podcasting no, that because I not. didn't even know the show existed until watching it on the people's couch. There's just too much. Mo- well, it's too, too much, much drama. Well, it's too much better television shows yeah. to watch than to waste time. I don't with even watch like the Housewives, that. and I used to love me some Housewives, honey. There got oh, I will say this because I watched Top Chef, which is on um, Bravo. And so I've seen the commercials. They're having a Housewives of Dallas. Mm. Sister Jay, can you imagine? Ugh. What they gonna do? I don't even know what they even gonna do. Hey, you know what? It's probably some bitches I see every day. It is. Yeah. Uh huh. Over there, them bitches over there living in Preston Hollow and shit. Yeah. <sighs> Whatever. Mm-hmm. But my point is, Lord. it's. I don't think it's gonna be any better than any other uh, other ones. I doubt it. Mm-hmm. Ain't nair a color one either. That's just the stupidest nair, series. Of they don't shows. even have all of them. Nair of one of color. Why they would you all want have to even the big hair? Because they think they're going to get famous and rich. Lord, I don't know. Saying. I anyway. wouldn't do it. All right, come on. Thank you, Debbie. Okay, our next feedback is from Tammy. Hey, Tammy. And this is the new Tammy. We got to come up with a nickname for you, Tammy, because we have so many Tammies. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, she point. says, I love this episode. Yeah. After blasting the writers about their poor writing of relationships, now I have to commend them for writing such a good show about feminine power and sisterhood. Mm-hmm. Those women bonded while facing off. It was brilliant. The show is also confronting one of my fan pet peeves, Carol. I have to confess, unlike most Walking Dead fans, I have not been a fan of her bad Azari. Hmm. I thought she was a monster since she played God and killed Karen and David. Hmm. Yes, she saved the group from Terminus, but Rick had rightly banished her when circumstances brought her back. Remember, too, that had Daryl not caught her, she was going to leave again. And how she treated Sam was monstrous. Now the writers have her finally feeling remorse, but she is lumping all her kills together. Most except Karen and David were necessary kills. So perhaps she is going too far like Morgan. I think she's Mm. having a breakdown. Great acting, but she's a core character. I could stand to lose for these reasons. Oh, I like. And back to the woman angle in our world. We have a hard time seeing women as monstrous. And I feel I see this in the difference between how fans accept all of Carol's actions compared to Rick's fans are always saying, I love Carol. She's such a badass. But with Rick, it's, oh, he's now where where Shane was, or he's like the governor. What? No, I have challenged fans to show me Rick's Otis or Karen and David. Where is his Walker head aquarium? Rick kills swiftly, but he has yet to kill unjustly. And his crazy is PTSD, not serial killerish. Right. I love your podcast, but my emails are too boring for the sister speak nation. I'm going to try and do better. Laugh out loud. <laughs> Tammy. <laughs> Thank you, Tammy. Thank you, Tammy. That was not boring. Well, they're not boring. They are your opinions. Yeah. And that's, that's what we like. It's different people's opinions. Yep. So, I you know what? Uh, I don't feel the same way about the Carol character. I do like the Carol character uh, and her bad Azri. I do think that for the most part, her character arc from when we first met her until now makes sense to me anyway, because she she started out as a battered woman and stuff and the apocalypse changes everybody. 
But uh, and I'm still mad at Rick for banishing her, <laughs> you know, because we I know. mean, she I mean, it, it'd be different if she killed that Karen and whatever his other name was, David, David, uh, you know, through some malicious intent or something. She wanted to save the group and especially the kids. But uh, uh, she knew that it was going to turn. It was going to die and turn. Yeah. You know, so she called herself doing that to save the group. Well, so I, I don't falter for that to this day. I don't falter for that. But, I mean, you know, but, did you, kill you, him. but just don't be sneezing around her. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Our next feedback is from Troy. Hey, Troy. Hey, Troy. You know, the, you knew the moment that bitch face woman didn't know what she was doing. Once Rick said, you have no choice. For the two-for-one trade. Yeah. She didn't know there's a saying, quality over quantity. Mm-hmm. Also, did anyone see Abraham leave from out of Primo Weed's room? I think that was what it was. Well, it looks like it was. What else can it be? Kept it brief, ladies. Later, Troy. <laughs> Thank you, Thank Troy. Thank you, Troy. Okay, so Abraham left out of... He said, did we see Abraham leave Primo's weed room? No, we didn't uh-uh. see him leave it. We didn't. And we also it. didn't see Abraham in the field afterwards when. Yeah, he was uh, out there. Was he? Him and Rosarita. They were okay. on different sides of the of the field. But yeah. Okay. Because he was like, like he was behind where Rick was. He was behind Rick, but facing the other direction because they was oh. all fanning out trying to see. Look yeah. for yeah. whoever it was. Yeah. He was there. Okay. So, yeah, he must have. <clears throat> now, we don't know if he grabbed some or not. Oh, you know he did. <laughs> mm. Thank you, Troy, for keeping it short and sweet. Yeah, we like that. Love it. Okay. Our next feedback is from Bubba. Hey, Bubba. Bubba in Baltimore. Ooh. New listener. Okay. Hey, almighty sisters. Popping my feedback cherry with my first ever email. <laughs> No more cowering behind my headphones. I want to be part of the family and I pledge to obey the prime directive and keep shit short. (laughs) Thank you, Bubba. I love it. Welcome to the family. Here goes. I thoroughly enjoyed watching Carol shed her many Shrek-like onion layers. Her obsession with keeping Maggie's unborn baby safe seems the only way to atone for failing her Mm -hmm. children, Mm -hmm. Sophia, Lizzie, and Mika. Yep. The clasping of the crucifix, her last-ditch effort to hold on to her moral fiber, that 18, soon-to-be 21 body count is truly keeping a sister from getting her Martha Stewart back bake on. Mm -hmm. Martha Stewart bake on. Her banter with Paula was like looking in the mirror, forcing her to see what she has actually become. Mm -hmm. Now, I agree with that. Yes, yes, Mm -hmm. yes. She, they were really alike. They would have been friends probably if they were probably not in this situation. Upon reuniting with Daryl and watching Rick pop a cap in Primo's noggin, she realized she had indeed lost her proverbial shit. Yeah. <laughs> bravo, Melissa McBride. Bravo. I watched Melissa on The Talking Dead and have heard her in other interviews and I'm convinced that she is a grade A wackadoodle. <laughs> Which is cool because what normal person could play such a complex character and keep you guessing what's live and what's Memorex? You know what, though? She she does uh, when she's on the Talking Dead. 
she does come across as a little bit uh, eccentric. Serious. But yeah, but she, man, she cleans up good, though. Yo, she looks look good. Beautiful. She looked really good she on the Talking really Dead. She looked really good. Mm-hmm. They all look good on they the really Dead. They really do. Because we only see them all dirty and, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, P.S. I found your show after a shout out from another podcast. Oh, which one was it? Tell us so we can thank them. Since finding the Sister Speak Nation, I find myself anxiously awaiting each episode (laughs) and I'm now barely able to recognize that other podcast show through the dust in the rearview mirror. (laughs) Damn, that's cold, but the God's honest truth. (laughs) That is cold. That's cold blooded, but we love it. Shame, 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 shame. P.S.S. Been satisfying my Rick fix between episodes by watching the supernatural drama Afterlife on PBS. Have you ladies ever seen the series? Mm -mm. No. A younger, plumper, but still sexy Andrew Lincoln put, but it gets the job done. Bubba in Baltimore. Thank you, Bubba. Thank you, Bubba. Well, I've never heard of that. But I've never I, heard of I Afterlife. I sure will look it up, though. Afterlife on PBS. I will look it up and, never and, heard of it. and check it out. And then, Bubba, you'll need to tell us what show, although you might not want to. Just <laughs> now, they'll know that you don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> Just send us a private email. Yeah, send yeah. us a private message. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Bubba, and welcome to the Sister Speak family. family. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <sighs> Okay, our next feedback is from Joseph. Hey, Joseph. Hello, Sister K and Sister J. Oh, you mean it's not a voicemail? No voicemail. It's an email. Oh, sorry, Joseph. Yeah, because you talk so much (laughs) shit on Joseph. (laughs) Sister J ain't right. Joseph, no, I love him. Let's get started. I am almost too through with this show. What? I do, however, give props to the beginning parts where Carol started to do her acting slash using her props with the Negan folk. Mm -hmm. After that, blech. It was just awfully boring. Luckily, it wasn't boring live tweeting with you two ladies and the rest of the (laughs) Sister Speak family. The last 10 to 15 minutes were obviously really good, but still. When that door opened and out came Glenn, I just rolled my eyes. Just recently, I just saw an article that Stephen Young had signed up to, do, to be in a movie. So most likely he'll be getting killed off from the show. Oh, well, I hope so. Because, hey, it's fine with me. Maybe they'll kill both of them. Mm, could be. It's just getting too ridiculous, redundant and predictable with this show. This is far worse having to wait for the real Negan to show up than having to wait for Danny and Tyrion to finally meet up, in my opinion. <laughs> at least till the very end of true blood it was pretty fun and entertaining hate watching that show <laughs> <laughs> this season for me it's just a complete fall off the cliff type of hate watching i obviously won't be giving up the show till you ladies stop podcasting about it <laughs> catch you ladies on the twitters joseph from las vegas <laughs> p.s sorry for such a debbie downer type of feedback oh can we blame carol for even starting the food network conversation on the podcast and ro- <laughs> and not me laugh out loud <laughs> If she hadn't chosen that canned celery soup in the second episode of the season, we wouldn't have no talk of cow tongue, canned spaghetti, all wives having to cook, and taco bueno. Laugh out loud. 
<laughs> Thanks again with everyone in the group page congratulating me when I found out the news that I got accepted in the radio radiography program at my school. Yeah. Yes. Congrats. Congrats, Joseph. I am one of 24 students that got accepted for the upcoming fall semester. Cheers. Joseph from Las Vegas. Oh, thank you, Joseph. Thank you, Joseph. And yes, we we are very proud of you, Joseph. Yes, that is so awesome. That is very, very exciting. And uh, sorry that you didn't like this episode. I mean, I do think it was boring, like I said, you know, up until the, maybe the last 10 minutes or so. But I mean, I'm not quite hate watching it yet. Not I quite. thought it was a good episode because sometimes yeah, I, I thought it we was gotta have good. in between we have to have um you know non action so that we can know you know, we can understand other parts of the show. True. And get some character development. Mm-hmm. That's the part the thing about The Walking Dead I love is the characters. Yeah. And how they interact with each well, other. And that's the only reason to watch it, because I mean, you know, after one or two episodes of seeing zombies and the different kind of zombies and stuff, and now that they got the black people zombies with the right color, you know, <laughs> then, I mean, how many zombies can you, can you actually get? You know what I'm saying? So you watch it for the people. Yeah. So anyway, I do. Thank you, Joseph. Thank you, Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Our next feedback is a voicemail and it is from Ray. Hey, Ray. Hey, Ray. Hey sisters, this is Ray from Cali calling leave my feedback for episode 13, um, the same boat. Uh, I didn't like this episode. Um, and it's not that every episode has to be action packed because it doesn't. Uh, it's a drama show, so you expect to have episodes that are slow, that slow down and have more dialogue. But the writers just don't do a good job with dialogue. They, um, <laughs> things that should be revealed on camera, they reveal off camera and things true. that should be off camera, they show on camera. Like, That's true. you never saw Maggie tell anyone about Father Gabriel yep. when he um, told that stuff to, De- to Deanna. Yep. You saw Rick had to have known it because he got upset, but you just didn't see it. And yep. now this episode with these um, saviors, they have the saviors telling all their business on camera. Well, who cares? Mm-hmm. They were going to die at the end of the episode. Yeah. Uh, why did we need to know the lady who was with um, Carol about her killing her boss and her losing count of her kills? Why did we need to know about the lady who was with Maggie about her having a, uh, a losing a baby or her boyfriend mm-hmm. was the one who got blown up while with, with Daryl and um, Abraham. We didn't, I mean, who cares about those people? We need to have dialogue with Carol. We need to figure out what's going on inside of her mind and her head. Why is she now not wanting to kill? Or what's her conflict? And when do the people who are holding you as hostage start telling all their business? That's not even logical. So <laughs> the show just doesn't give these slow episodes and give That's a dialogue because it doesn't make sense. They do things that are just irrational and don't further the story. So stick with the action, Walking Dead, because that's what you're good at. As far as the dialogue, mm, don't do that. All right, my time is up. Talk to y'all later. Thank you, Ray, Thank you, for Ray. that voicemail. And yeah, you got a point, though. You well, got a point. I mean, we we really didn't know, need to know all that information from the hostage takers. And you, you know, you have a valid point in that people who gonna take your hostage don't sit there and tell you all they shit. That's true. Yeah, but they that, have they to. Don't. 
they have to in but TV they wanted to show so that we can understand what the hell no. the motivation is. Sometimes. They did that so so we would say, oh, now we understand what the title of it means. Uh-oh. Yeah, same boat. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's it. That's what I think anyway. <sighs> okay, thank you. Thank Ray. you, Ray. I'm sorry you are not liking it, but well, a lot of people don't. I know a lot don't. Okay, our next feedback is from Victor. Hey, Victor. Hey, Victor. So, Paula, your first mistake was putting Carol in a corner. Nobody puts Carol in a corner. <laughs> and then you threaten the Glen, the Glen, <laughs> I can't say it, the Glen Gee Bean, Glen at Maggie Bean. You're mm. dead. So dead. This was an amazing episode. They are truly trying to bring it in the second half of the season. Mm -hmm. Carol, so it is amazing to see the internal conflict she is going through. She is trying to temper her killing rage and maintain her humanity, all while realizing this world will not let her be who she was. But her timid little bird act was one of the best pieces of acting on TV. (laughs) But I feel like she is not going to change. However, I feel like she is going to talk to Morgan... to Morgan Tello to tell her <laughs> to help her contain her dragon, her demons. Morgan Tello. Donatello. Yeah, Morgan. I caught it. Maggie, you back even the cuddle, cuddliest of animals into a corner and the claws will come out. Yep. Now corner said cuddly animal while pregnant in some said corner and see how long before it rips your face off. We know Maggie will kill to protect her people, but to protect the Glen baby... She will rip your heart out and show it to you still beaten. Mm-hmm. She can be as brutal as any of them. And everyone always assumes her little country girl twang means she is not a post-apocalyptic warrior like the rest of the crew. Carol and Maggie, the new boondock saints. <laughs> so here we are all Negan. They have drunk the Kool-Aid. You're not the good guys. I know our group is starting to have the line between right and wrong blurred, but I think that the difference is that our guys can turn off the violence once they feel they are all safe again. Oh, that's interesting. That's yeah. a point. Is anyone else hoping for a twist in the show where the Negan encounter goes a whole lot, a whole different way? I know it's a pipe dream, but I'm not looking forward to what I have envisioned. Um, the close to the finale scene of the season. Eeny, meeny, miny, fade to black with just audio, mo. We hear a thwack followed by a scream and credits. Victor. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Victor. Thank you, Victor. For that uh, email. You know, I, I think everybody is resigned to the fact that this Negan character is probably going to be coming on screen in the last five minutes of the finale episode. And that's supposed to be the finale. That's going to be a big letdown to me. Yeah, but I mean that's a good way to do a finale though. Yeah. With some the, They'll kind probably of, fuck it up though. Well but. hey, don't don't jinx AS already. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Victor. Thank you, Victor. Okay, our next feedback is from Aaron. Hey Aaron. Hey Aaron. Hey Sister J, Sister K and family. I like when they do episodes like this on occasion, but this was kind of slow to me. Yeah, when that was. chick started telling her life story, I checked out. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody said that. They might as well flash about to be about to get killed on the screen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder if the saviors aren't as bad as we think they are. Maybe my view is skewed because I'm rooting for our group. 
But then they say some shit like we are all Negan and put pictures of smashed up heads on the walls. And I remember their craziest shit. Yep. This season is starting to make me feel like Sister J listening to a long ass podcast. <laughs> Let's get on with it. <laughs> I, I know how you feel. On that note, take care, sisters. Lady Erin Middlefinger. <laughs> take care, Aaron. And y'all should see her face when there's a long ass uh, feedback. Mm, well. She be rolling her eyes. <laughs> Person her lips. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Tell me to get on with it. Get on with it, girl. <laughs> I actually liked it. I didn't think it was slow. I didn't think it was boring. But I, I like shows sometimes that don't always have action in them either. So well, it was slow anyway. and boring until the last ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Aaron. <laughs> Our next email is from Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Hello, sisters and the nation. First of all, I agree with Sister J. <clears throat> I hot pancakes are too thick. Thank you. It's like eating dry flour biscuit. Thank you. I have to cut mine up and dip them in syrup. Mm-hmm. Mm, they good. Mm-mm. On to the walking dead. <laughs> Number one, Rick may be, excuse me, Rick may have a flat ass, but hey, it's all the size that matters, sisters. <laughs> how you use it, and I bet Rick knows how to work that ass. Mm, mm, mm. Two, When Carol was crying and acting scared, was she putting on a show or was she really going through it? Maybe it was a little bit of both. I just can't tell with her anymore. I think it was an act. I think it was a little bit of both, honestly. Mm. I think she was acting and then she started really feeling it. She had better not be getting the Morgan treatment. Ain't that the truth. See, that's what I think's happening. Yeah. Three. I think Rick's crazy is rubbing off on the other group members. Maggie was crazy stabbing those folks like her last name was Grimes. (laughs) She was, though. She went off. She was serious. She went to crazy town. Four. Did that smoking lady remind anyone else of Maxine Fortenberry? (laughs) No. I never did think about Maxine. No. I kept waiting for her to call Maggie a Cheeto hair tramp (laughs) or offer up some pork rind casserole. (laughs) I miss Maxine Fortenberry. I know. I miss... I, I miss, miss it. I miss that show actually before it got well, bad. I miss I miss our core group. Mm-hmm. Lafayette and Sam and Tara when she wasn't no effing vampire. Yep. You know. Number five. I started this episode hating the main Negan lady, but for some reason grew to like her. Mm-mm. I think had they met under different circumstances that she would have made a good addition to Rick's gang. Mm-mm. Well, that's it for me. Thanks again for the great podcast, ladies. Jeff Grimes. <laughs> P.S. Carol looked gorgeous on The Talking Dead. Yep. I get so used to seeing the ladies of the show without makeup and looking scraggly, aside from Lori, because trick hoes always paint their faces. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, that's a good one, Jeff. That's a good one. That when they appear somewhere else, mm. I'm taken aback at how different they look. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Jeff. That was that called for. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I am so glad that the Paula character was dead in this episode because I could not take a whole season of watching that woman. <sighs> Y'all Mm-mm. are just rude. No. So I'm rude. glad. She, she came and she went good. Yeah, that was a quick uh, one episode mm-hmm. thing for That's her. That's fine with me. Okay, our next feedback is from Kim. Hey, Kim. And this is Baltimore Kim. Okay. Uh, Geez, I know now 
excuse me, I know they're going to be on time. Daggone it. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning us. Yeah, I knew that. Okay, same boat. Not a lot to say about this one. Saviors are surprisingly stupid and unscary. <laughs> Hopefully they do better with when Negan finally shows up. I know his storyline, so I don't think they can screw it up, but never est- underestimate the ability of this crew to screw up great source material. <laughs> I like this episode. I'm still torn between Carol completely pulling off an act or half act, half genuine. Either way, Melissa McBride is amazing. Club us over the head with same boat, why don't you, Gimple? <laughs> Did we really have to have everything about cut off finger chick to parallel Maggie's life mm-hmm. and head savior chicks to parallel Carol's to get it. Yep. The one thing they didn't spell out was that that was interesting to me was the Negan Rick parallels there, but for not being a total asshat, Rick could have gone. He could be the one cutting off fingers or having his people kill someone from every group they meet to scare them into submission. Once again, the show contradicts itself in an episode. They know that no witnesses can be left alive to tell the other group who, per- who perpetrated this. Carol spills the beans about Maggie to the chick, seemingly to lull her into a false sense of security. But then she's going to let the chick go? I call BS, or as it's known in The Walking Dead, they just don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> See, and I think, but Carol is so busy trying to not kill yeah, yeah. that she probably wasn't even thinking about that she shit. She wasn't. She wasn't. Mm-hmm. I, and I don't think the writers thought about it either. <laughs> I really don't. I'm glad Daryl got his bike back. Can't wait for the crossbow to come home. <laughs> the best part of this episode to me was that Maggie and Carol rescued themselves. These aren't hapless, excuse me, helpless damsels in distress. That is good. They didn't have to have someone rescue them. Uh, watch for this in the next episode. Someone refers to Negan as being dead, completely forgetting that the dead saviors called the guy who said he was Negan Primo. Maggie and Carol will forget to mention that tidbit. Yeah. Ooh, I hope not. That'll uh, be a mess. But, but you know what? Knowing the way these writers do, yeah, they'll probably forget to mention that. Hopefully. Or they won't show us that they mentioned it. They probably won't show us. That's Mm -hmm. true. Uh, Nice reunion scene. I don't know what the relationship between Carol and Daryl is, but I know what it isn't. Maternal. Thank you. How do I continually have not much to say, but talk a mile? Yeah. I must be a politician. Dear sisters, please excuse Kim for this long ass feedback. Oh, you need a. It hey, is not her need, fault. You need an excuse. It's Manny's for not telling her if Wake Up San Francisco was the right name for Danny Tanner's show on Full House. A thumbs up is not an what? answer. Thumbs up can mean you're right, you're good, or good try, or you poor thing. Keep on trying. See, just explaining why the thumbs up isn't an answer got long ass. It's not Kim's fault. Signed, Epstein's mother. Thanks, sisters. Baltimore Kim. That was referring to a comment they've been having back and forth in the group. Oh, okay. <laughs> Lost my ass on that shit. Thank you, Thank Baltimore you, Kim. Kim. But that shit was long way too long. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Next time, keep that shit, shit short. <laughs> Thank you, Kim. Thank you, Kim. And then we had two new iTunes reviews. Okay, cool. So let me read those. Um, the first one says, love you, ladies. You are the very best by Anna Hop, A- Anna Hopi and A-N-A-H-O-P-I. I will say it that way. 
I found your podcast last year and I can't get enough. I have listened to your older ones and I can't help but laugh. A few years ago, I was told I have MS. As time has gone by, it is a little bit more out for me. When I found you ladies, it was a miracle for me. I started laughing again. Doing daily chores are so much fun when I am listening to you. My husband is happy to see me laughing again, and sometimes I agree with you out loud. (laughs) You can hear him, Alton, asking me who I am talking to. (laughs) Same answer, the ladies. The ladies! (laughs) I want to say thank you for everything, um, for everything. My priest told me a while ago that sometimes giving people some of your time is one of the greatest gifts we can give. Mm -hmm. Thank you for taking the time out of your lives to give the gift of laughter and, in a way, friendship. I look forward to seeing you in Chicago. Yay! My hometown. Woohoo! Woo! I live in Tennessee now. My grandson goes around saying boop. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Anna Maria, your fan. Five stars. Oh, thank, oh, thank you, you, Anna, Anna Maria. Maria. And we will wa- welcome you to Chicago. Welcome to the and family. Welcome, yeah, welcome to the family. And we can't wait to meet you in Chicago. Oh, that's so sweet. That is awesome. I'm glad that, you know, we could, that little podcast can help you feel better, yeah, a little I, bit better. We in are amazed. I mean, we don't think we're funny, but we're glad y'all think we're funny. Uh, you funny, Sister J. Uh, no, you funny, Sister You funny. No, you thank you funny, Sister K. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you think you funny, but you just <laughs> off. <laughs> thank you, Anna Maria. Oh. We appreciate you yeah. taking the time to do that review. We, we appreciate it very yes. much. <laughs> and we have one more uh, review, and it is from Brinkley972. Okay. Brilliant and refreshing. <laughs> Sit down, grab a beverage, and prefer prepare thyself <laughs> to be entertained to laugh to feel the warmth and love of the family these ladies have built Yay. this podcast takes the standard run of the mill television show recap podcast platform and injects it with so much humo energy and no nonsense down home just my opinion chat that you'll be hooked <laughs> in a flash you'll laugh till you cry then cry when it's over because you'll have to wait for the next episode <laughs> keep them coming Five stars from Aww. Brinkley972. Thank you, Brinkley. Thank you, for Brinkley. For five star review. We appreciate it so much. We, yes, we do. And we are, we just cannot thank y'all enough. All of y'all. All y'all. For keeping us going and keeping us, uh, you know, wanting to do this and everything. And being a part of the podcast and, and, because without yeah. your feedback and your emails and your voicemails, <laughs> We wouldn't be able to do half the shit we've been I know. doing for half as long as we've been doing it. And, so, and frankly, you guys are a lot funnier than we are. Thank you. I know. <laughs> I'd be cracking. We'd be cracking up. Okay. Well, that was all of the feedback we had this okay, week. Thank cool. you guys so much for sending it in, of course, and for, again, being part of the Sister Speak Nation. Yeah, we love it. If you would like to send feedback for the next episode, definitely do that by sending it to sisterspeak at gmail.com or leaving a comment on our website, which is sisterspeakpodcast.com. You can also click on the Speak Pipe um, button on the website or on the Facebook page. 
um, which will allow you to send us a voicemail and listen before you hit send. So that's the best part. You can actually listen. If you don't like it, you can re-record it and then send it to us. And we love hearing your voices. Yes. That's speakpipe.com slash speak, or you can just click on the website. Uh, we are on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast and the group, which is a private group, is Sister Speak Nation. So just look for that in Facebook. We're on Twitter at underscore Sister J, underscore Sister K, and at Sister Speak Cast. And we do live tweet The Walking Dead on Sunday nights. Yep. And we do it by using the hashtag TWDSS. Yes. You can also find us on Google Plus at um, googleplus.com slash podcast. And also want to give a shout out to Nicole for our awesome artwork. Woo-hoo, I see you. Nicole. Love it. Yay, Nicole. You can find Nicole at nikawindart.blogspot.com. And check out her artwork. She is fabulous. Just so talented. Yes. Um, I think that is all of our particulars. Oh, one more thing. Um, We are, as uh, uh, Monique mentioned, and also, um, oh my gosh, my mind. Whatever. It was Anna, Ray, Anna, somebody. Um, We are going to be in Chicago in July at the end of the podcast movement. Uh, on Wacker Drive, it's the Hilton on Wacker or Hacker. It's the Hyatt. Oh, Hyatt on Wacker. We'll have more wrong every time. Well, let me do it then. It is a Hyatt Hyatt uh, Hotel on Wacker Drive. Wacker Drive. It's right downtown, right on the water. On the water, next to the Navy Pier. Yep. And we will be there. For our Sister Speak family reunion on Saturday, July 9th, the reunion will probably start around 6-ish in the evening, so you'll yeah. have the day we can sightsee. We'll figure out what we're going to do. Yeah. Uh, we will have a um, registration soon, I'm hoping in the next week or so, right. where you will need to register. We will have a fee because it a does... A small fee. A small fee because we're going to have dinner, we're going to have... Um, we'll have a cash <laughs> bar. It will be a cash bar, but we will provide you with a drink ticket or two. Yeah. And we will have music for dancing. So we are going to need the family's help to gather up a playlist. So get ready, y'all, musical yeah. lovers out there. Because we're going to have, we gonna have us some dancing. But we want y'all to help us get the music and the playlist together so we can have a good time yes. and meet each other and just socialize. I cannot wait to meet y'all in person. It's, it's going to be, be fun. It's going to be fun. It's going to be really fun. So anyway, it's going to be awesome. We want to let you know the date so that you can start planning. Right. We are going to be there the whole week and staying a little bit late. And podcast we, movement. Yeah. And we cannot wait to see y'all, hug y'all talk to y'all in person so it's gonna be awesome yep Woohoo! all right well that's it for now i'm sister k and i'm sister j and i just got one last thing to say oh when y'all Lord. send your feedback in keep that shit, shit short. short out see you next time <laughs>